Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. It is Friday, June 17th, 2016, and I am here with you. I'm not normally here on Fridays, but I had to get this interview in because um, this is um, something kind of special that I wanted to share with you so that we can all know what's going on before their special date comes. Now, the name of the organization that I'm showcasing today is FP Youth Cry Out. And FP Youth Cryo is a nonprofit organization that builds families and the communities within the city of Newark, New Jersey, that is, and the surrounding area. The organization is founded in 2016 by Al Tariq Best, Mr. Best, a native of Newark, is one of the more progressive nonprofits in the city and has impacted the lives of more than 10,000 children and families within, with innovative programs and events. Now, we are in like a society of everything being extremely difficult to get involved in, extremely difficult to do, and red tape and all these other things. And when it comes to keeping our children protected, um, informed, and enlightened, that's something that's really difficult to do nowadays. And to find individuals who are able and willing and doing it is something that we all should know about. They're celebrating their 10 years, and we want you to know about them. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you um, the founder of the organization, Mr. Best. Mr. Best, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for giving me the platform. Appreciate you. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. (laughs) Now, okay, I need for you to first... Tell us about you, how you got involved in doing this, why, um, you know, what things uh, transpired in your life to make you so passionate about this? Well, um, it actually, if you'd have told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing this, um, helping the community like I'm doing it, I probably would have laughed at you because I was in the music business. And since I was nine years old, running, chasing that dream, trying to be an artist, but 10 years ago my life changed um there was a situation that happened in newark where my sons and i were riding in a car on one of the worst streets in newark and just so happens one of the um these guys came out of the sideway of one of the townhouses and was beating up on one of one of the other guys it was three of them beating up on one guy so my sons are from railway so they're not used to what i grew up to in newark so they witnessing this whole situation blood everywhere and one of the guys put out a gun. At this point, I'm just trying to get my sons out of harm's way. We heard a loud gunshot go off. 
I told a cop what was going on. Never knew exactly what happened with that situation, but something inside of me exploded. I started yelling and screaming at my sons, don't ever let me catch y'all in these streets. You see what just happened? Because I'm embarrassed that they're seeing something that I grew up to and I survived it, but their mother always talked about how bad Newark was, and I defended Newark. My 14-year-old son turns around to me and says, Dad, you always talk about being part of the solution and not part of the problem. Like, what are you doing about it? And I didn't have an answer for him. I was stuck. I was like, OMG. You know, I looked at him and I turned around and said, shut up. As a parent, embarrassed. But the reality of it is, is that he was right. He actually called me a hypocrite. And I turned everything that I had from the music business into a nonprofit organization. And 10 years later, I've been awarded all over the place for the work that I do in my community by using the arts. I used what I learned, what, I, what saved me. Music saved my life. So I took the music, the arts, the videography, photography, graphic arts, all of those things, and rolled out a program. And my philosophy was entertain them, educate them, and empower them. Entertain them means captivate their mind, bring them in. Using those arts, I was able to bring people in for years and years and years. And while we had them, we was able to teach them. And while we had them and we taught them well, they became empowered to do more for themselves and others. So I knew I had something then. So we just used that template across the five wards of the city of Newark. And, you know, 10 years later, we've been, you know, just been successful at saving lives and being an impact on those ones. Even if we didn't, you know, have them go the straight and narrow, we had them make better decisions in their life. Well, I would say, well, I'm going to say it this way. Thank God for your son. Because you know what they say, yes. out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> <Yes>. Changed <laughs> my world. He changed my world. Yes, because children have no filter. They haven't had the chance and the opportunity to process things and figure out the, politi- the politically correct way to say something. So mm-hmm. he's he's. I guess he said it how he saw it, and I'm glad right. he did. Now I'm glad he did. Now this is a, a heavy endeavor, a really heavy endeavor. And you mentioned you have children. How do, and you are also in the music industry, in the music business, how do you manage to juggle all of these different aspects of your life and keep everything calm? Well, you know, I stopped, I stopped being an artist and I okay. start being more of a dad, but not just being a dad to my own sons, but being a dad in the community. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I've t- taken on so many youth and became a mentor to them. And my sons understand and they respect what we do, you know, to the point where they cheer me on. So I'm excited because I know that I'm making a difference in their lives because they are, they too are doing the same things and reaching out in their community and making sure the homeless are, are taken care of and just knowing that, you know, it didn't fall too far from, from me because they're, they're built from that same cloth. So I know I'm doing something right. Now tell me, what are some of the challenges you experience in trying to, in in dealing with our youth and dealing with the communities, uh, uh, surrounding the areas you, you're involved in? Well, I I think most of the where we live at in Newark is it's a political city, so it's just you know, everything is politics, and and I, I I'm so far from politics, it's crazy. I'm about community. I I want to make sure that we bring the village back. Um, and the politics always play a part in, you know, what you're trying to do good. Politics come in into play, and that's a bad thing. I think the other thing that we, we face 
um, it's not enough funding. Well, let me say that. There is funding, but the funding is going to people that have antiquated systems that's not doing the real job. You know, that's not on a grassroots level. That's not on the front lines. So a lot of the money is going to those organizations that's been here around here for 40, 50 years and, and still haven't made an impact like they should. But we're going to change that. We're going to keep on grinding out and, and build our village back. Okay, great. Now, tell us, give me a, a, an idea about some of the programs that you offer for, you know, uh, for someone who's new or thinking about getting involved in your um, organization. I have a youth and I want them to come and be a part of this. How does that work? Well, I think the, our signature programs, we have three signature programs that, that really stand out. Uh, the first one would be Rise for Reasons. It's um, a music program, music appreciation program, where they learn audio engineering, sound recording, um, artist development, and the music business. So it's not just them learning about how to be an artist, but it's teaching them the behind the scenes and making them understand that there's so much more in life than what you see after the finished record. So five graduating classes, I've been able to bring gang members together um, people from all walks of life and get on song, changing their lives through music. So that's been a great program for us. I knew that I could do that because it saved my life. So that was the first thing that I tried to attack them with. You know, the second thing was MTOL, which is called My Thoughts Out Loud. It's a youth, a traveling youth power summit that we do. We go from community to community, giving the youth a, a non-judgmental and a platform for them to be able to speak out and, and tell us about the issues that they're going through because you'll be surprised what we think that as adults that we know and we find out listening to them that there's so much more that we need to learn in order to be able to help them. So we use MTOL, My Thoughts Out Loud, as a, a bridge to resolution for them. Um, and then FIST. FIST is Families Involved in stru- Structured Transitions where we teach not only the youth, but the parents of those youth in the community, financial literacy, health and wellness, grooming and self-efficacy, career readiness, and maximizing our education. So those are our three signature programs that really allow us to be able to be in all five wards of the city and make the impact that we've been making. Okay, great. Now, if let's just say, for example, I live in the city of Newark and I um, needed to know about these programs, how do I, how do I find you? Where do I find you? Know, you, can, you can go on our website, which is www.thehubclub.org. I'm, I'm glad you said that because we have a center, a 9,000-square-foot center in the um, heart, in the central ward of, uh, of Newark. And Newark is notorious, Prince Street is notorious for, for negativity. So we built this hub. It's a community empowerment center, but hub stands for help us become better. And we built it on Prince Street because you could take a light and put it in an already lit room and don't mean too much. But you take that same light and put it in a dark room and mean the world. So the, the, the community is changing around this area because of the fact that the hub is here. We've been making a difference. But, you know, you can find us there on the website. 135 Prince Street is our physical address. Um, and our phone number is 973-732-4690. Again, that's 973-732-4690. That's excellent because oftentimes you have, like you said, you have these antiquated organizations that have been around forever. They haven't done much 
you know, in a while, and you can't find them when you need them. So yes, that's, yes. that's good that you, you know, you, you've made yourself visible in the heart of the community where you are needed as opposed to in a corporate office somewhere in the city where nobody can find you, and that's important. Um, I think one of the things that a lot of people experience is the fact that there's nothing available for their kids to get involved in because, because they're not easily accessible. And do right. you charge anything for your services, or is this just strictly free and you come in? Or, or does someone have to refer you or anything like that? I just want to know all the details. For, for the last 10 years, we've been doing things for free. Everything has been free. Now, of course, we're running into a situation now because we built out the center that we're going to be putting a, a nominal fee, something small, you know, but, you know, people take it more seriously when, when they invest in it. So, you know, even a small fee just will make them be that much more interested in, you know, you know invest in what it is that they're putting their money to. You know, we've noticed that, you know, when, when it's free, people will come and they'll go. But when you put a little charge on it, they don't want that money to go to waste, so they'll they'll show up and be a part of it and be visible like we need them to be. So we're we're changing, but I'm not going to ever put in a, in a situation where they can't afford it. Okay. Now, with all of the services and the, um, the different readiness programs that you have, when they complete your program, what do they do with it? What can they do with it? Do you push them into another um, another level? Do you introduce them to yes. people who can assist them. Okay, explain Most that. Definite. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, uh, you know, we call it the hub for a reason because it's a one-stop shop. Most of the time, you go from one program to another program to another program and you stay and even if you do graduate, that's one of the key things that I do. I have graduation ceremonies for when you finish a program. You know, because I want you to feel like a, a, a sense of accomplishment that you've actually achieved something. And then because of my 10 years in the, in the community and the partnerships that I have been able to develop, I'm able to push people through to other levels. You know, you like it, we love it. We try to figure out what it is that you're invested in, what it is that, you know, captivates you so that you'll be in a position that you can do what you love and, and you know, make money. Two things that I focus on is mentoring and entrepreneurship. We're definitely going to push you to education, but I'm, I'm geared on making sure that you understand that your situation, whatever it may be, doesn't have to dictate your destination. So we give you the tools so that you can make those choices. You can make wise choices and be able to build a business behind it. So basically, you're not giving them fish. You're teaching them how to fish. Teaching them how to fish. You know the old adage. Mm-hmm. We take yes, them fishing. That's one thing. We teach them how to fish is a whole other thing. Yes. Okay. Now, you have 10 years of service, and um, I know you're celebrating. So what exactly are you going to do to celebrate your 10 years of service? Well, that's beautiful right there. So on June 23rd, next Thursday, I'm so excited because, you know, I, I – I, I took my celebration, my 10-year celebration, and I made it into a celebration but a community awards. Our inaugural um, community 
Awards. It's called Help Us Become Better Community Awards. So I've, I'm awarding like 45 people that are strong in the community that, that have been doing things that have not been noticed in the way that they should, and I'm awarding them. So I'm making it a networking situation where those people that on this side and now on that side can come together and meet and collaborate so that they can move forward and be stronger for our community. I am, so, I am trying so hard to build back the village. Now, I know you have tough challenges because, um, I'm going to say this honestly, the village doesn't want to be built back by many people. So what's the pushback that you get? (laughs) I get a lot of pushback, but, you know, persistence beats resistance every day. You know, you got to keep on going and be obedient to God, and that's that's who I am. You know, I you know, I used to run from this. I'm not going to say, hey, well, I used to run because I felt like the music, that was my thing. I was doing the music since I was nine years old, but my world changed. And, you know, I started realizing that the passion that I had for the music was changing. My passion started being helping people. Once I started seeing that, that we were making an impact, that people were changing up their lives because of something that we were able to instill in them, oh, that that was that feeling was better than being on the on the stage and and performing my songs. It it felt good to know that you were making an impact in somebody's life. You know, so I'm I'm strong on that. I'm gonna keep pushing, regardless. You know, I stay out of the politics so nobody controls us. You know, I do what I need to do because I grew up in this. I survived it, and I know what it takes for us to be able to move forward. So I link arms with people who feel the way that I do that's going to get in there and grind like I do. And if you're not, then you just stay over there. No problem. Love you. Keep it moving. <laughs> oh, I love your passion, enthusiasm, and honesty. That's refreshing. <laughs> thank you. you know, thank you. I mean, we haven't, we haven't been funded in the way that we were supposed to. The, the funding is just haven't been there, but I've used my own money because I've been that serious that serious about making this happen so you know you put your money where your mouth is and now people they're not cynical about us you know they're cynical about these other people that that have these funding and then as soon as the money is not there the program is not there you can depend on us okay that's excellent now the other thing that i wanted to ask you was um okay you have the 10 years um, and you have all these programs. How do you see yourself evolving, and what do you see yourself evolving into as the time goes by? Great question. The hub has taken on a life of its own. I have five different states right now asking me to bring the hub to their to their state. So my goal is to to perfect it here in North and replicate it in different places so that you know the same underserved um, populations can get you know, was relative to them, you know, and I'm not taking anything away from the boys and girls clubs or the YMCAs. I just don't think that they stay relative to our needs, you know, so the hub is a place that's going to stay relative to the community. You know, it may be, it may be, you know, poverty and stuff on this side, but it may be not enough sports on this side. So the hub is going to be based upon what's needed in that community versus it's just being a situation where, Guess what? You know we're gonna we're just we're gonna blanket everything, and this is what we're gonna be. No, we're gonna stay relative to what the community needs. Okay. And and okay. with the philosophy of entertaining, educating, and empowerment. Great. Excellent. Now tell me some of your success stories. I know you have many of them. 
Oh, one of my, you know, you guys probably heard about the 10-year-old motivational speaker, Naeem Hudson. We call him King Nye. He's spoken all over the place in Africa on Dr. Oz. He just got signed to Little Big Shots and everything. He's 10 10 years old. He's from my program. I'm so excited about him. He's doing great things and, you know, just all over the place. That's a great success story for me. I just had one of my artists... I signed Watts that signed to Innisfil Records. He did a um, he sung at the Million Man March, you know. So that was that was great accomplishments because you know he has a song out right now that's called Under that represents what we go through in the city of Newark and in you know other underserved populations. But it's a song that says, "Don't let the bullets take me." You know, I want to live. You know, and you know, so that's a great success story. One of my youth is doing great things, which she just got awarded by Diggy Simmons because of her fashion line. You know, she's doing great things with that. You know, so I can go on and on, but these kids come to the hub and have been, you know, under our mentorship, and and they believe that they can achieve, you know, Mm -hmm. perceive it, believe it, you can achieve it. We instill that in them from the very beginning, and that you're, you're, uh, situation doesn't have to dictate your destination. Mm. Now, the other thing I want to ask you, has there been any situation that has transpired since you've been doing this that made you really wish that you could do more? Oh, yes, because, you know, one particular instant, our music program, the, the Rhyme for Reasons program, um, about two years ago, um, Newark Housing Authority is um, owns the building one of the buildings that my music program is in and they had this whole idea that they were going to change up the format of the building and they was going to do this and make it more like the YMCA. And unfortunately they pushed all of the programs out of there so that they can do this renovation. So what happens? One of my youth go back out there into the streets and get killed. So, you know, of course I blame North housing authority. I'm, you know, talk to them going crazy and I feel like, you know, it's because of you guys that he went back out on the street and got killed. So now we have the program again. They let us bring the program back again. And this is our fifth graduating classes, our fifth graduating class right now. But anytime I hear somebody getting shot, getting killed, it, you know, it goes heavy on me because I'm feeling like I'm not doing enough. Maya Angelou said, if not us, then who, if not now, then when, so, you know, I always feeling like she's talking to me. We have to do more. It's on us. Okay. I I, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I, I can see how that would impact you in a way. Now, you have all these different things going on. What do you do for you? How do you keep yourself sane? This this is me. I love this. This I'm passionate about it. I, I love doing this. I, you know, it's a 24-hour job for me. I'm always thinking, even when I'm sleeping, I'm waking up trying to figure out what else I can do. You know, they like it. I love it. I want to figure out how I can be able to show them better ways that they can make better decisions. Okay. That's a difficult role to choose, you know, because you, too, need to have some time. Absolutely. You know, I, and I'm working on it. I'm trying to find a balance right now, and, you know, I haven't found it yet. Tupac said, we rest when we die. Well, well, okay, okay, okay. And, I, you know, I understand how you just want to stay on top of everything, and I 
really do believe that that's important, especially when you have such an amazing program. So what is your staff like? What is your team like? How do they support you and help you in doing this? And how are everybody they trained? Everybody is volunteers. Everybody that we have here is volunteers, myself included. I don't get paid for this. We're, we're in the process now where we, you know, I just brought on like three grant writers onto the board of directors. I brought in um, a North mentoring movement to my board of directors, one of my board of directors. So, you know, everybody's now going to be trained so that we can put people in a position so that when we can move, um, we can train people and move them into these different cities and states so that they can start their own destiny and legacy there. Okay, so, so the they can start their own pilot program? Yes. Okay. So the okay, idea is to put us in a position where I can step back. Oh, okay. And it's interesting because um, when you're dealing with, with, with kids, there's special training that's required. Is there a special training in your program with dealing with these youth? Well, yeah, that's why I was saying that the the I brought in North mentoring movement now, where mm-hmm. they're the ones that do the training, you know, and and it's even though I feel like I have the capabilities, there there's a process that needs to go so that they that we know that we're always protected. So as a CEO, I, I always have to look at the liability, you know, and mm-hmm. we bring people in that have great hearts, but not trained, per, you know, the right way to deal with children because I have people around me. And, you know, uh, you can tell they have great hearts, but then when you have them with the children, they don't move like I move. So now they need to be trained. Mm-hmm. Understood. Because I understand um, a thousand percent with that. Now, okay, once again, how can people find you um, social media-wise and then physically again? Okay, so the website is www. Dot S, I mean, you know, I apologize, www.thehubclub.org, T-H-E-H-U-B-B-C-L-U-B.org. Instagram, Twitter, everything is North Hub Club, um, and Facebook as well. Or you can call us, 973-732-4690. Again, that's 973-732-4690. Or you can come visit us at The Hub, which is 135 Prince Street. Okay. Okay. Great, 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 great. Now, do you have any words of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners today? I just would challenge everybody to step up. If you if you find someone that, that needs your help or even if you don't think they need your help that, you know, you see them doing wrong, step up. You'd be surprised what, what can change somebody's life just because you stepped up. And we have to be the change that we want to see. Okay, you have said so many things that I've said to people in so many different scenarios and situations, and it's really interesting to hear it all come back to you. You know, you ever have that feeling where you say something so often and then you're hearing it come back and you're hearing it from somebody else saying the same things you've always said and believed in, and that's amazing. Now, so your event, is your event open to the public or on the yes, it's, um, yes, it's open to the public. It's a hundred dollar charge. Again, you know, um, for you to come in and celebrate with us. But it's, it's dinner, it's after party, it's award ceremony, it's networking with some very powerful people. It's everything. But we're, we're we're making it so that you know now, you know, 
people can kind of see what it is that we've been doing for these last 10 years. They, they get to mingle with these amazing youth, one youth per year, you know, so 10 youth are being celebrated on this day as well. So it's just going to be a great situation for us. Okay. And it's going to be at the location, at the um, the hub location? No, actually going to be at the Robert Street Hotel in downtown North. That's one of the famous hotels in North, but, you know, we're doing it big style. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 And what time does it start? It starts at 6 p.m. It's going to go to 11. Well, it's actually 6 to 9, and then the after party from 9 to 11. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm writing, I'm making sure that our listeners are aware of the event, where it's located, the yep. time, the place. Do they need to RSVP, or can they pay at the door? Is it more at the door? What What's the case? That's $100 across the board. You come at the door, it's $100. You know, we want people to come in and celebrate with us, see what we're about, you know, get some literature, understand, learn us, and go back to your community and do the same. Okay, excellent. I'm glad we had this opportunity, and I would like to thank Tracy for bringing us together and also exposing the listeners to this wonderful, amazing organization. All too often we hear about nothing being available and there's nobody out there doing anything. And as you notice, we're losing a lot of, oh, we're losing so many of our great leaders and we need more people like you stepping out, stepping up front, leading the charge. And it's so important. And you being a male and you being a black male, it's even more important to us for us to see that because so many of our black men don't have the courage or the opportunity or the ability to be able to do what you're doing. And I thank you and I commend you. Oh, I appreciate that. And I salute you for giving us the opportunity to be able to speak. You know, um, hopefully I don't have to, but I will die a martyr. You know, this is, this is, this is my life now. Okay. And, you know, the interesting, well, there's so many interesting things. I could tell you a whole bunch of (laughs) interesting things, but it's just, For me, um, you know, me as a woman, it's so important that our kids see see this, see you, and and see what they can be. And and it's just so important because there are so many distractions out there, and you are necessary. Your organization is necessary. And I'll say it one more time, and I'm not going to sound like a broken record, but I sincerely mean it. Thank you. Totally appreciate you. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. That that gives me fuel to keep on going. Great. So I just want to thank you for joining us and, and spending time. And please, in the future, if you feel the need to come back to share some more um, events with, that's going on at your organization, please do not hesitate to reach out. I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. I, I'm sure Tracy will make that happen. That's access granted right there. Love her to okay. death. Okay, there you go. So um, to all my listeners, we just had the amazing opportunity of knowing about an amazing organization. It's called FPU's Cry Out, The Hub, um, and their founder. FPU's Outcry. Youth oh, outcry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, the, the youth are crying in my head. <laughs> yes. FPU's Cry Out, forgive me. And um, 
uh, we, you know, met with the founder, and it is just really, really good to know that these organizations exist, and hopefully more will pop up based on his um, example and tutelage. There will be there will be more organizations like these popping up all over the country, and I guess that's my hope for you. And I want to just tell each and every one of my listeners, as I always say, follow your own path. Don't follow someone else's because your journey is specifically for you and it's geared towards something that you need to do. The object of the whole exercise of living the life that we live is to help somebody. And here is a prime example of what we need to be doing. So always take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, no one's going to be able to take care of you and you won't be any good to anyone else. And God bless. Have an amazing weekend, everyone, and thank you, El Tariq, or Mr. Best. Thank you. Uh, I really, <laughs> really appreciate this. So you have a wonderful evening as well. Thank you. Thank you. You do, you do the same. Thanks.